Hello. Why can I never hear myself? I swear. Oh my God, there I am. <laughs> Hello. Good morning. Good afternoon. Hello. If you're about to go to sleep, um, welcome to the Low Key Podcast. My name is Jess, and the Low Key Podcast is a place where all and any feelings are welcome here because one, I have a lot of them. And if you are here, odds are you do too. So let's get into it, shall we? I mean, wow. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for asking. I want to talk about two things today. I just got my vaccine and I want to share with you like what actually went down. And the second is the topic of change. Um, I've missed you. A lot has happened in the couple of weeks, you know, COVID, blase, blase finally over that just got my vaccine omg that was pretty interesting um after i got covid the doctor told me that i needed to wait at least a month until at least a month since i was diagnosed before i got my vaccine and um it was pretty interesting i don't know why like this entire time i've been wanting to get the vaccine i have been wanting to get it but i've been scared the whole time and i'm just gonna be like straight up i'm not out here in these streets like you know pump me up with this vax and I'll just be mosey on my way to the clubs like I've been kind of nervous and scared and this whole entire thing has been scary and I feel like as we've been talking about vaccines or when I see people talk about vaccines at least like people in media or radio whatever no one has been like I'm fucking terrified and so I wanted to make sure that I was very very honest and transparent with that feeling because um I am and I just wanted to share that it was a really weird experience too because I got an email that looked fake by the way and I thought it was a scam I was like oh so this is how my identity gets stolen sick because it was one of those at no reply emails so you couldn't even ask questions okay flag number one also something about me maybe if you don't know I'm very skeptical about everything and I don't like the lottery Really? Like, y'all believe in the lottery? I, I, like, I'm one of those people. Like, I don't, I just, if I get a coupon or if there's some sort of, I mean, whatever. I just, I'm like, is it really going to get me 20% off or is this just a scam? Do you want my email because I'm going to get a deal off something or because you want my credit card number? Like, I don't know. I don't know why I'm like this. So I get this email on Friday and it said, just to sum the entire thing up, um, Come here to this place tomorrow and get your vaccine. Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. Like take it or leave it. There's no option to reschedule it. There's no option for another day. It's just like these are the available times. What are you going to do? And I thought that was so weird. And then another thing was there was no option. Like I couldn't pick between Moderna, Pfizer, or Johnson & Johnson. It was just Moderna. Moderna was like this is me this is all you have. What are you going to do about it? And I felt very attacked. Like it was just, the whole thing was so aggressive. I just had so many questions. How did you find me? How did you have my email? What's going on? It ended up being real. Um, Also some side side note, which I thought was so bizarre was like, I get this email, I think like around 10 a.m. Friday. And then I get another email after I had already made my appointment, after I called my mother and any other person I knew who got the vaccine because, again, I was, like, terrified and I wanted to back out. I didn't want to get on the ride. I was, like, scared, you know? And a couple hours later in the afternoon after the appointment is already set, I get a different email saying make an appointment for your Pfizer vaccine at a different location. So I don't know if that has something to do with, like, supply or what, but 
I thought that was kind of shitty. Like, what if I wanted Pfizer? Or what if I wanted Johnson & Johnson? Like, that's one thing. I mean, I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. I don't think it is fine because it's my body. Um, but whatever. I did it because I was scared. So I go and I really wasn't expecting um, to be that afraid. Like, completely honest with you. I, ju- I did not think I was going to react the way that I did. But, girl, we get in the car. We get in the car. Tell me why. Tell me why your girl started crying. Poor garage boy. I put, I mean, this man, I'm crying. You know, he's playing Ariana Grande, Be All Right, to make me feel better. He's just playing all these songs to make me feel better. <laughs> Y'all, I was crying in that moment. Like, my whole COVID pandemic life flashed before my eyes. I felt like I was in a movie. Like, I'm getting, like, flashbacks of, like, me living with my aunt and my uncle in quarantine and, like, hanging out with them and making TikToks on the patio with my nieces and, like, not being able to work at the restaurant job, PB Sushi in San Diego I was working at because it got shut down. Like, the whole process, like, talking about COVID, everything we lost, everything we have now, it was, it was weird. It was weird. It was like all these things, all these thoughts that were in my head and I felt like I was going to explode and then we're on our way there and I was terrified of what they were going to put in my body and what was going to happen to me is how I felt. And we get there and Garage Boy said it was like a damn concert and it was. It was like you pulled in and they had security guards and how they were lining up the cars because there were so many people there. And I also thought it was going to be one of those thingies where like you like drive through and they like, you know, give you the shot through your window, but it wasn't. You had to go inside. Didn't know that. And a security guard ended up picking me up from my car to drive me to the entrance. And um, honestly, thank God for this man. Like whatever you believe in God or the universe or any sort of higher power. But I thank God for this moment because I was like trying to not cry. I was very, very scared. And he turned around and was like, are you okay? And I was like, no, I'm not okay. Like, I'm not okay. And he's like, what is wrong? And thank goodness it was him. I could have gotten like someone who didn't even talk to me. I could have gotten someone who was like super mean, which would have made it worse. Like, it was just a really cool, chill dude. He's like, what's wrong? I was like, I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm like, I am so scared to go in there right now. I don't even know why. I'm freaking out right now, to be completely honest with you. And he goes, take a breath. You're going to be okay. Like, I get it. A lot of people feel that way. But I'm telling you right now, you're going to go inside and they're going to take care of you. And it's going to be 30 minutes and you're going to be done. And I've talked to so many people. I've been doing this, you know, for a minute now. And everyone's been okay. Like, you're going to be okay. And... It just really helped calm my nerves. And I was just thankful for that moment with a stranger. And then I walk in and um, I just had to show like my email confirmation and my ID. I'm just like, this is it. This is all you just want to see a screenshot. Like what? I could have I made this on Microsoft Word. Like what the fuck? So we go in and um, oh God, I wish I could have recorded the whole situation for y'all. You know, I would have made some sort of like film out of the damn thing, but Right when you check in, they make you put your phones away in your bag because they said it was illegal, which I was confused. I don't know if it's state by state because I've seen other people um, record their shot and putting it on Instagram. Maybe they just did it when they weren't allowed to. Like, I don't know. But another thing too, and the people here in Maryland, and and this is something that I've said when people ask me what I like the most about being here, is um, the people are so nice. 
like that small town feel that you see in the movies. That's what it's like here. And I walk in and everyone's like, good morning, hun. We're so happy to see you. Congratulations. Like, you ready? Let's go, girl. Hello, beautiful. Like, I just felt like everybody was my auntie or everybody was my grandma or something. Like, that was the vibe and that was the energy. And it was a surreal thing because it was just so big and so organized. Like, in a corner, you have, you see, like, the vaccine bottles of Moderna. And then they have volunteers, like, taking the vaccine out and putting it in the syringe. So it's just, like, boom, boom, boom. You Like, the syringe is already ready. They give it to somebody and you get your shot and you move along. Um... I checked in first with the guy. He asked me like a bunch of questions. One of the questions that he asked me, I was like super confused. He was like, are you pregnant? And I'm like, nah. He's like, you plan on getting pregnant in the next two weeks? And I'm like, sir, does anyone really plan on getting pregnant in the next two weeks? Of course, there are people who plan, you know, for birth and put it in their schedule. And that's amazing. But there's also people that don't plan. And like, I was just, I was so annoyed with that question I'm like nobody like what if something happens like I don't know you know what I mean I didn't like that and then he's just like you know just don't go anywhere after you get your shot because you got to wait 15 minutes you might you know just so we make sure you don't turn into a werewolf or something ha 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 and I was just like sir I'm not the one right now I appreciate the humor but it is not me who you who needs to be messed with in this moment that was funny appreciated him right after I talked to him walk a little further, la 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 la, looking around. And then I get a little, you know, those, the, the vaccine cards everyone's been posting on social media. And then I sit down and then someone walks up and just gives me the shot. I was like, oh goodness, can I get a one, two, three, go breather? Like what? Could we say a prayer before? I don't know. That was very quick. And then you walk around, you sit down. And then right when I sat down, they already were like, this is the code you scan to start making your appointment for your second dose. And then that was it, 30 minutes all together and it was done. And day of, my arm was really sore. I didn't feel like any other symptoms other than the soreness. And it did hurt, like as the day went on, it started to get progressively worse. That night was super uncomfortable to fall asleep because if I put any sort of pressure on my arm at all whatsoever, it hurt really bad. Next day, the shit was painful. And I mean, like, I don't know what your scale of pain is. Like, I cried when I got my nose pierced. My sister didn't. Like, I don't know what that says about me. I don't know what that says about her. But it hurt. And it felt like I got socked in the arm. And it was just super uncomfortable. I felt kind of nauseous. I had headaches throughout the day. And then um, I kept falling asleep. Like, I was just sleeping on and off, on and off. And so right now, um, today... It's just a little sore, but not that bad. And I'm going to go to the gym and see. Hopefully that that's chill, but we'll see. But yeah, I got my first dose of Moderna. I feel like that's going to be a conversation starter for who knows how long. Which one do you have? Fies, Modern, the John and John. Oh, great. Susie, that's fantastic. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, something I wanted to talk about today, though. And it's so weird. I've been wanting to talk about this and the quote that Miss Nancy did for us today, Kramer's mom, for Mom's Monday Motivation. Love her, by the way. Like, oh God, I'm obsessed with that woman. The quote that she did today really resonated with me because I've been thinking a lot about the topic of change. And the quote she did was, the secret to change is not about focusing all of your energy on fighting the old but focusing your energy on building the new. It was like something along those lines. And 
the reason why it resonated with me is because I don't I don't know why this has been on my mind and my heart so much lately. And I've just been thinking about what is necessary and what needs to happen to make someone want to change. And I think it was because I was I was watching an interview um a Joe Rogan, I was watching Joe Rogan's podcast. If you don't know who Joe Rogan is, like he was a uh, what is it like MMA fighter and all this kind of stuff. He was like the host of X Factor, and now he like ha- now he does podcasts on Spotify, and he like talks to everybody. And he was interviewing David Goggins, and David Goggins is this like motivational speaker. He went through I think like a Navy SEAL Hell Week like five times in a row. Like he just his story is very intense. And so he goes and kind of talks about his story of coming out of depression. And I think he was like over 300 pounds. And now he trains with, like he does the most, like as he described it, like he does the most badass shit on the planet. And like he runs all these marathons. He like does all of these things. And it's just crazy, right? I think he's amazing. But the question that Joe Rogan asked him was, what was it or what happened that made you change, that made you want to make all of these changes in your life? Like, did someone say something to you? And he, and David Goggins says, no, I just had to make the decision for myself. And when I heard that quote that we did this morning for Mom's Monday Motivation, it stuck out to me and reminded me of that moment because I feel like no matter what's going on in your life or what situation that you're in, when you're in a place that you don't want to be in anymore and you're sitting in it, you're almost craving for a spark of inspiration, a spark of motivation, for someone to do something to you, for someone to say something to you, for you to see something to then motivate you to finally making the decision of doing whatever you need to do or making whatever change you have to make. And I think sometimes what keeps us from making those changes is like what she said in the quote today or this morning of, Focusing the energy on what's happened in your past or being angry at what's happened in your past and almost using it as an excuse to not make the change in your life that you want to so badly. And something that my friends and I will say kind of like joking around, but if if something's going on or someone's like arguing or whatever and someone brings up something from the past, something that we say is, why are you bringing up old shit? Why you always got to bring up old shit? It's something that we say all the time. And I think that comes from a place of like still being angry about something that happened or still not being over it, you know, which I think is understandable. I don't think you always have to forgive someone to get over something. And I don't think you always have to, not even always have to, but I don't think you always have the ability to forget about something either. But that doesn't mean that you can use it for, to keep you from moving on. I was having a conversation with my sister a couple weeks ago about, you know, some something she, she was kind of getting into with my parents that upset her. And while she's sharing this situation with me, then she brings up an example of something that, she's, that she was upset about, like when she was 11. My sister is 18 years old. And so... And, you know, this is something I've done a lot, too, because I was thinking about this myself. Like, sometimes I fixate on memories or things that happened between me and another person. 
And because I didn't say what I wanted to say in that moment, and it's been so many years or so much time so far gone that I'll think back to that moment and in my mind I will imagine the conversation that I wish I could have had saying the things I wish I would have said. And so when my sister brought this up to me, it kind of, that was like a wake-up call to me because here I am and I want to tell her like, dude, you can't, yeah, and, and I think trauma and, and childhood trauma and things that happen to you in your childhood that like are super fucked up and that make you angry are real. That's a real thing. I think we all have those situations. I know I have those situations for sure. But nothing comes out of it when you're unable to let those things go. I think if you want to have a conversation with a parent that you're angry with or a sibling or a family member or a friend, if you want to have that conversation, then have it. But if you're not, then I think you kind of have to accept the choice that you are making and move on with your life because no positive and no growth comes out of focusing on that situation. Focusing all of your energy on the past, unfortunately, is a waste of time and it doesn't get you anywhere. And sometimes we're not always going to get the apology that we want or the apology that we think we deserve. I think sometimes being so angry with the things that have happened to you, it keeps you stagnant from moving forward and then you get even more pissed and you want to blame that person or blame that situation or blame that thing even more for getting you where you are. When unfortunately, the only person that put you in that spot is you. Because one, we give power to things and allow them to bother us. Which is so frustrating to think about, but it's so true. And I'm such an emotional, passionate person that it's hard for me to hear something or let someone say something to me and not allow it to affect me. Like that's not, I don't have the ability to do that. But what I'm working on is accepting that about myself and working on the way I take that and release it. I mean, I get so pissed. I can get, something can make me pissed from hearing a situation, like somebody else's situation on like either something that's happening to them or something that they're doing that I think is wrong. Like that alone can piss me off, you know? When one, it's not my situation, there's nothing I can do about it. But because I care so much about the person or I care so much about the person that they're hurting or maybe it like triggers me on something that I've been through in my life, it literally pisses me off. And instead of fixating on it, fixating on it and getting angry, I hear it, I get annoyed and I get pissed and then I take off the excess and find my center, remove things that don't serve me and move on. And I think a lot of changes are going to happen in our life right now with what's going on in our world, how our environments are changing, uh, maybe people might have to start going back to work. Maybe people have to find a new job. Maybe you're not happy with the situation that you've been in. Maybe you've stayed in, in a relationship during the pandemic because you just wanted somebody there, but now you realize that's not what you want to do anymore. Maybe you made a bunch of decisions during the pandemic and now you don't want to do anything that you are doing anymore, either regarding your life prior or just your life in the past year. A lot of stuff with like health and fitness 
are coming up right now with, you know, wanting to work out and wanting to lose weight, all of these things that require you to make a change in your life. And I guess what I wanted to talk about in regards to that is there's nothing anybody can say to you that's going to make you make that decision. There isn't a button you can press. There's not there's not a fast pass like there's nothing you can rush, there's nothing you can skip. You have to be the one to make that decision. You have to be the one to want it enough to look for the job, to change apartments, to get new roommates, to leave a relationship, to start eating healthier to start being more active in your daily routine, to start letting go of things that happen to you that you have to let go of because there's no changing it. There's no changing the past. There's nothing we can do about that. All we can do is focus our energy and building a new future and building what we want and building new relationships, friendships or romantic relationships and being more confident and doing healthier things for yourself, pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone. No one's going to do that and no one's going to hold your hand and no one's going, and it's not anybody's job either. It's something you have to want for yourself and it's something you have to do for yourself. And you have to be ready too, is what I've, is what I've realized. Because, and, and thinking about this made me think about my own situations. Like, why did it take me so long to want to take care of myself and get healthier? Why did it take me so long? Like, why did I stay in like an eight-year relationship? Why did I stay in a toxic situation as long as I did? Like, what did it take for me to finally leave? And I think the answer to that is I wasn't comfortable in my own skin and I wasn't comfortable with myself and I was searching for something and I felt like his companionship was the answer and the way I allowed him to treat me which was poorly was what I thought I deserved and was what I thought all that that was all I could get and I was basing it off things that I had seen go on in in relationships growing up like this is this must be what it is this is what I have to do I was used to the chaos and I just wanted him to want me because I felt like No one ever wanted me in that way before. And that's what I wanted. Which, when I think about that, you shouldn't want somebody to want you. One, you shouldn't want someone that doesn't want you. Like, if they don't want you, then why do you want them, one? But two, why do you want someone to want you so bad? I wasn't filled up on my own. So I thought I needed somebody else to do that. And I wasn't happy for the longest time. And, of course, just because it was not the best doesn't mean that there weren't good moments but I feel like you focus on those moments to make excuses for you to stay and because it was comfortable it was a safety net I had put in so much time I had put in so much work like why would I leave and I mean you could feel that way with a job or a living situation you know there are so many things that I wanted but I didn't vocalize or there are so many things that were unfair that made me unhappy, but I didn't vocalize in my work life and my personal life. I think that's another thing too. Like my aunt the other day was telling me like, I'm upset about so-and-so. I feel like we don't talk enough. I said, did you tell her? And she said, no. And I was like, okay. <laughs> well, what do we want to do about that? Like, 
do you just want to complain to me or do you want to make a change? And that's a thing too that I think we should be okay with accepting. If you just want to bitch about something and be upset about something and don't want to make any changes about it, okay. But accept that and accept that you are choosing that. I think when that happens, if you don't want to do what you could do and have the ability to do like communicate with someone that you're uncomfortable about something or you don't like something or don't like what they said or what they did you can't be angry at them I feel like you have to say something so they know and then if you say something and they don't receive it well and they don't care and they don't make the changes that you want them to make then you remove yourself from the situation because you're in control we're in control the whole time which is so crazy to me because that took me a really long time to, to even see for myself. You're in control of your environment. You're in control of your happiness. You're in control of the people you allow around you, your friends and your family. You're in control of how people talk to you, of what you allow to be said to you, of what you, of what you are willing to deal with. And I love in the quote, and I think it makes so much sense, don't focus your energy on, on fighting the past, but on building a new future. Because if you focus that energy on fighting the past, you will not have room to allow the new things, the new things that are supposed to be a part of your future in your space. Like there's not going to be any room or you're not even going to see them. You're not even going to see the opportunities. You're not even going to see the possibility of a new situation or a new life you could be building because you're so focused on still being upset, on still feeling sorry, on still being angry. You have to let go of those things. So you have ability to accept the change too. And it's not easy and it's not comfortable either. I think that's something we have to be ready for and not allow the fact of it being uncomfortable and unknown make you shy away from still moving forward and going back to what you're used to. That was another part of my situation with my previous relationship. I was unhappy in a lot of ways. There was a lot of things I was dealing with. And so he was the only consistent thing in my life. But that doesn't mean he was good for me. That doesn't mean it was healthy. But he was my safety net. So I kept going back to what I knew because I was afraid of making the change and I was afraid of having to deal with the obstacles of being alone because being alone meant that I had to deal with the real issues that I had been running away from for a very long time. And so I guess I just wanted to talk about that with you. I don't know why. I've just been I, I've just constantly been thinking about this. And, and same thing with myself. There are certain habits and things I've been doing and I'm like annoyed with myself and I'm just like, so why am I, then why do I not do what I need to do then? You know, like, like why am I not doing that? I actually had a conversation with my friend about this and we talked a little bit about his life and the changes he's made in his life because I actually was recording this podcast like the other day and then he called me in the middle of it. So here is our conversation. Hello. What up? What up? What you doing? I was recording a podcast. Oh, did you send me a picture? What is this? Oh, read that. Who is this person that you're that you're texting? Oh. What does this mean? I think I'm gay. Really? Well, she. So I sent a kind of gay gift. Just because these are the gifts that are that are being exchanged doesn't mean she thinks that you're gay. 
Sick, because Nick Kristoff and Jarrell definitely think so. That is so dramatic. I love her. I know. I'm going to be with her one day. I have a six-month plan. It's been four years. (laughs) (laughs) Dude. Why do you do this? Why do you do this? Oh my god. I'm I'm literally recording I'm literally recording right now. Is that okay that I'm recording this or do you want me to stop? No, that's chill. Okay. Why do you do this though? I feel like we've talked about this before. I feel like you purposely <laughs> Oh, she got women I can't have. I feel like you purposely get into situations with women that you know aren't going to end well. Like you can't like why? Is like what is the reason? I seek the unattainable. You what? Honestly, I'm just looking for challenges in my life to overcome. Okay, actually, I'm happy you said that, but low-key, you don't even do that. <laughs> if you're going to say that, then be about it because... I'm triggered. I'm triggered. Like, why would you even say that? Like, I do things to give myself challenges to overcome them, but you don't overcome them. You don't step up to the challenge. Like, that's the issue. And then you, and then you wonder why... You're in the same place. Think about that. I don't want to think about it anymore. You do the same thing over and over again and get the same result, which is nothing. How are we supposed to get anywhere? I'm so upset. I've literally been thinking about this. I, I'm sorry that you're, I, because you triggered me with that statement because I've been thinking about this. Yearning for a family of my own? No. <laughs> are you? Kind of. Oh, really? I want to go to football practice. You want a family. I want to be a dad. You want to be a dad. Yeah. You do? Actually. How bad? Do you want a healthy family situation? Fuck you. (laughs) I'm asking you. I'm asking you. Do you want to have a healthy relationship with with your wife? I'm asking. This is a serious question. Then why do you involve yourself (laughs) with, with, with either sketchy ass people or... People that like you probably yes that are unavailable either they have a boyfriend either they're extremely Mm -hmm. toxic either they like are not loyal to you and like you know from the very beginning that they're terrible people. Do I like drama? Do you? I don't know. Do I? I don't know. I don't know if you like drama. I don't like dealing with it. You don't. You laugh when things get uncomfortable. You know. Which is fucked up because I laugh all the time, so you don't know when I'm uncomfortable. I no, know I when you're tell. uncomfortable. You can tell. Yeah. It sucks. I don't like it. Do you like drama? Um, <laughs> I don't know what my issue is, I guess. Let's be for real, for real. This girl. You've known her for four years. Maybe three. Maybe three years. And you have a crush on her. You've been having a crush on her. Do you actually like her as a human, or you just like her because she's hot? Oh, I, I like her because she's good looking. But you don't know her as a human. I feel like we wouldn't get along. Yes. Okay, then why? Then then what is the reason? Are you, are you then interested or not? I feel like you just say that. With her, I just say that. I don't know if I'm just like hella judgy, but I should be if I'm trying to find someone to mate with. No, I know, but I feel like sometimes you... Make people think I'm in love with someone when I just think they're hot? No, I feel like you say certain things that you require or that you want are not even that serious, but you just put all of these restrictions on a situation which keep you from actually even seeing the possibility of what something could be. Uh, you mean like, oh my god, I love her, but would never talk to her because... Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. 
Right. When shouldn't you just try That's talking hella to dumb. her? That is fucking stupid. Okay, so there's this girl, whatever, and she's cool. But like, does she check off all the boxes? No. So does that mean you're not going to talk to her at all? You know, and like, yeah, I don't, maybe the intention doesn't need to be like she's the one. But then I feel like that takes away an opportunity for you to even see what's possible one and then two, an opportunity for you to grow because I feel like you need experience because oh. you can't just be all, I don't know. What if you get all like antisocial when it comes to all these things because you put all these. Are too busy thinking about all these things. Yeah. And then you don't even, you know what I mean? Then you get all weird about it and then, <laughs> and then you don't get comfortable well, that... with like opening up. And I, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like this could be an issue for you. I'll shut down on anybody so fast. I'll That's like, what mm, I'm saying. You know what? I'm cool. I don't want to talk about it anymore. That's, That's what fine. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And I feel like when there have been situations <laughs> like that between me and you, I don't allow you to stop the conversation. I keep pushing and, and we continue, right? But when you do that with someone that doesn't know you, they're just going to walk away and then and then it's over, you know? Hell yeah. So that's a problem. I'll bury it so fast. I'll, I'll, I'll make you like be like regret wanting to follow up on me shutting it down. I know. Why? It's Why do we terrible. do this? Why do we do this? Why do I not want to talk about my emotions? Yeah, like why don't you want to explore those things? Either if it's emotions or if it's like possible relationships or like anything like that. Because I've honestly been thinking about this and this is what I was going to talk about in today's podcast, I swear to God. Because there have been different people, like whatever, like it's their business, but like will talk to me about certain things and complaining about certain things that are happening, but don't do what they need to do to change the outcome. And I guess I'm just curious as to why. Wow, your mom just liked my my thing on Instagram. God's plan. That is so funny. She called me at like 10 o'clock while we're out Friday night. Mm -hmm. She'd be calling while I'm out trying to be like, are you alive? Well, duh. That's what happens when, I mean, obviously she's your mom. When what? Did your, does your mom do that? No. Okay. Hey, you can't be you can't be talking about that, dude. You can't talk to about your mom that way. Do you live in your mother's house? Yes or no? Yeah. Exactly. So if she wants exactly to call what? you, so if she wants to call you to see if you're alive, then she has a right to do that as long as you're living under her roof and that's just something you need to accept. <laughs> I'm serious. Okay, this is perfect. Oh my god, this is so perfect. If I go too far, tell me. But this, I, I, I think this is a perfect situation. Okay. I'm fucking triggered. Listen to me. Then if I, if I push you too far, you tell me and I'll stop. But think about it this way. <laughs> you tell me that one of the things in your life that you wish would happen is that you move out. Yeah. We've talked about this, right? You, that you said to what? me. You said to me, a part of you doesn't feel fulfilled or a part of you is lacking because you're not out on your own right okay. now right now you complain about your mom you said that you don't feel fully like a man because you don't have a place of your own oh, okay yes okay i've said that phrase and it's like a disappointment for you like a like a real disappointment for you right right and you say that eventually like you want to meet somebody you want to have a family all those types of things like don't you think the first step you need to take in order to start that process is moving out, but instead you just continue to like allow yourself to feel less than, which which you shouldn't, by the way. Okay, so I don't anymore. Okay. Because so I don't feel that way anymore about living at home. I'm I, I'm comfortable living at home because I like spending time with my family and like I'm just really happy to have my family around all the time. Yes. Especially like with you moving away and Jarrell moving away and you guys just like 
missing everybody. Yeah. Like, I, I'm just really grateful to just be at home and to be able to have fam- time with my family whenever I want. But I think more what I was searching for in my quest to become a man, I'm trying to find, okay, if you read the book, so finding meaning through responsibility. So I'm trying to find more ways, more things to take responsibility for. Okay. Like taking my job more seriously. Yeah. Or taking my relationship, like, like that, like I, whatever, I just complain about my mom, but you know, dealing with my mom in a better way and this past weekend i washed my mom's car because it was hella dirty it was pissing me off but i never washed my mom's car and she always asked me to and i always say no and she was just hella grateful about it yeah and i just did it just to wash her car but like because i live at home i'm like hey mom you know i live here so here i'm gonna wash your car thanks which is good right so i do want to have a family right and I, i was just thinking about this like yesterday if i want so i want my kid to like do all this stuff and like have a routine and like do all these things and eat well. I was like, well, okay, fuck. How am I going to make it so that I can raise this awesome child? But I don't I do not do any of that stuff. Right. So, like, I got to do that stuff. Like, yeah. I want to, you know, take you to practice every day and then spend all weekend driving to cities doing sports and shit. But, like, I don't have a rigid schedule like that. The, Cook all the time yeah, the or things, prepare. Yeah, the, the habits and the traits that you want to be that able to That I need to, to be able to, to pass do that with do. my you, own children. Yeah, that's not something that you particularly have a hold on right now. Right. Remember in that conversation, I told you you shouldn't feel that way because you live at home. Like you had to change that mindset and I'm happy that you did. I don't think there's anything wrong with you living at home. I think if you have the opportunity to do that, I think that's amazing as long as you – take advantage of that opportunity and do what you have to do when you're in that situation. You know yeah, what I mean? And saving more money. I'm yeah. just partying. Yeah. I, I, I feel like I owe it to them to be like, okay, cool. They're giving me this opportunity to live at home yeah. so I could buy a house or like do something with my life. And I'm happy you and... changed your mindset, dude. Honestly, I'm super proud of you because I feel like for a while you would say these things, but like you weren't making any changes. And now you finally. No, I'm just fucking partying. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And now you finally, and even it doesn't, it doesn't matter that you just started thinking about things, these things the other day. It's the fact that like you're acknowledging them and you're starting to do what you need to do in order to get to where you want to go. And like, how do you feel? Do you feel better now kind of like starting to make those small changes in your day, in your like day to day stuff and kind of just how you're thinking and what you want to do like do you feel better way lighter i'm super proud of you and i think that's awesome what do you think um was that switch for you that like made you want to start doing those things because someone else can tell you till they're blue in the face to do something but you don't do it until you make the decision yourself like what do you think that was just realizing you're doing the same fucking shit every single day yeah. and i'm i'm getting older i was like what 20 fucking 27 years of doing the same fucking shit every single day dude Mm -hmm. really that's crazy i always am judging other people for doing things differently than how i would do them because i think i'm correct yeah but like i got nothing to like support that i guess i'm trying to like learn how to lead by example hell yeah i guess fuck these bitches it'll happen mama told me don't love no hoe (laughs) then don't because you've been that's what you've been doing (laughs) then listen to her then damn why were you talking about this? Why was this your topic today? Because I, it's been reoccurring in the past couple of weeks from different people. And then also like in my own in my own life. And it's it's made me because I, I see that frustration. I would have that frustration. And then I l- take a look at myself and I'm like, I know that I've been there before too. And so why am I that way? Why do I feel that way about things? And I don't know. It's just It's just been something I've been thinking about. It's easy to stay where you are. Yeah. There's less resistance. 
Um, overcoming resistances, especially if you've just been avoiding it or not doing it. So why that is, is because those pathways in your brain, the more days you keep doing that bad habit, the stronger that connection in your brain gets. Like the more solidified, the more efficient, like the more smooth that process is going to go for you to do this bad habit. Right. So for you to undo that and change it, that's why people like saying you can't teach an old dog new tricks. You can. It just takes a while because you got to kind of unwind it. And they have to want... Yeah, they have to want, they have to want, and they have to be not scared to To be wrong, deal with the, yeah, to deal with it, because it's fucking scary, dude, it's so cozy in bed, but, and it's cold outside, you don't want to get out of bed, it's so nice and warm, like, you you heat it all up, it's so, it's so easy to stay in there, but, especially, like, whatever, eating bad, okay, every day I tell myself, okay, tomorrow, or today, I'm gonna, this is the last time I'm gonna eat this, this shit for lunch, or for, or the last time I'm going to eat this. Mm, no, I'm lying. I'm going to do it again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And so the more I tell I tell myself, hey, I'll start tomorrow, I'll start tomorrow. Well, I'm never going to start tomorrow because I'm just making it easier for me to say I'm going to start tomorrow and never actually do it. Right. And so there just has to be a point where you're just like, all right, cool, I'm done. And be okay with being uncomfortable and like – Yeah, yeah. and wanting that. Yeah. That first weekend when we went to the taqueria and I wasn't drinking and the owner just outside pouring fucking shots and I'm just saying no – that was so fucking hard. Yeah. But I knew that it was important to me to say no and that this was a good situation for me to strengthen that pathway of being able to say no when it gets hard. Right. And so I, I had to. But you but I but I also wanted to. Like I said, like those pathways, they become so strong, so easy. Talking about changing's hella easy. Right. We can talk about this. You we can talk about this a million times. But dealing with it scary and you're not always willing to get scared so that's my friend shane but i guess all i want to share with you is there's nothing i can say to you to make you change your mind in the decisions that you want to make when you are finally ready to do something about it i want you to know that the grass is greener on the other side when it comes to this but you have no way of knowing because you're only staying in one place and you're never going to see what that looks like until you take that leap, until you make that jump, until you make that change. And it's not going to be easy and it's going to be uncomfortable and it's going to be weird and you're going to be upset and it's scary. But something that <laughs> Gerald always says, and I, and I know it's a quote from somewhere, but it's something I've been trying to live by these days, is fear is in the mind. Danger is real. You create fear. Fear is a mental block that you create. That you hold, you are the one that holds yourself back with that. But when you remove it, your potential is limitless. And that doesn't mean that you're not going to struggle and it's not going to be difficult. It's supposed to be difficult, but like it's worth it. You just have to try. And it's going to take time and you have to be willing to admit the way that you've been doing things is wrong. You know, you can't place blame on other things around you because you are the only person that's in control of that. And it's not a matter of, how long it takes you to get to where you want to go. All that matters is that you give yourself the opportunity to start and be on your way to something so much better. So I love you and I hope you know that I believe in you wholeheartedly and you deserve to be happy in every aspect of your life. And that all starts with you. Have an amazing week. Hit me up on IG at just do it, J-E-S-S-D-U-I-T-T. My TikTok, same thing on TikTok. TikToks are getting more and more wild these days. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I think because like when I'm by, I literally don't have anyone to hang out with anymore. So I'm just like, 
I don't know, getting a little more weird on TikTok. But I like it, though. I don't care. I don't care. Um, what else? I'm going to start doing more stuff on YouTube. I'm considering putting my podcast on YouTube, but we'll see. I think that'll be the next thing that I want to do. I think that'd be kind of cool. So more to come on that. I'll talk to you soon. Don't forget how amazing you are. Bye.